On this week's XG Talk Show, the only thing worse than a thief is a Jeep thief. We found out what was taken from a war vet's driveway in This Week in Jeep. We come back from the holiday break to lots of voicemails. We share those with you and offer up some technical advice to a couple of our callers. We say what's up to a few of our YouTube subscribers, and Josh shares with us what happened on his latest wheeling trip. We find out what sort of holiday shopping you guys have done on Amazon. You bought what? And we give away another no-code Genius Boost GB30. Find out if you are the winner on the next XJ Talk Show. The XJ Talk Show is for entertainment purposes only. Any advice or information provided on this show should be verified by alternative sources prior to making any changes or modifications to your vehicle. We are not experts, just people that enjoy the Jeep hobby and don't mind talking endlessly about it. P.S. We love you. Bienvenidos al XJ Talk Show, un podcast acerca de aventuras off-road en Jeep Cherokees y entrevistas con los que manejan y mueven el mundo de las carreras off-road. Ahora, aquí están sus presentadores, Tony y Josh. First week in Jeep. So Toledo, Ohio, steps up to the plate and buys some land to keep Jeep, well, in town, so to speak. You guys know we've talked about recently how uh, EPA standards have been forcing Jeep manufacturers, specifically the Wrangler, uh, power, the Wrangler manufacturing plant, to start considering aluminum bodies, aluminum frames, things like that. Uh, things that would essentially make that plant obsolete and they would have to move manufacturing elsewhere. Uh, the Toledo, Ohio Jeep plant is a huge facility and it employs a lot of people. So as you can tell, it's going to be pretty important for, for Toledo to do whatever they can to keep Jeep in town. Well, uh, as of this week, the city council voted 12 to 0 during its December 2nd meeting to buy the former textile leather property uh, somewhere around 28.8 acres of land that is near Jeep's Toledo, Ohio assembly uh, complex. Uh, for a whopping $738,000. Now, this uh, isn't exactly tying everything up in a nice pretty bow, but it certainly opens the door for plant expansion and uh, and maybe even future facility use. In any case, even if Jeep does go to an aluminum body or aluminum frame on the Wrangler, um, Toledo's setting up to be like, well, you guys can keep it here. We're going to make sure that uh, we've got the facilities to make it happen. Now, this story has literally just broke, so the details on this are still coming out. I haven't done a lot of fact-checking on it yet, so I'm going to actually follow up with the story next week. But this is big news in the Jeep world, at least as far as you know, Jeeps here in the U.S. and automotive manufacturing here in the United States. Uh, Jeep bringing a lot of money into Ohio with that plant, and if they were to go elsewhere to manufacture the Wrangler, that's going to be a huge dent in the pocketbook of Ohio, and a lot of people are going to be out of work. So this is definitely a big story, and we're going to definitely follow up with that. Now, something a little bit uh, less uh, fun, but certainly not as entertaining. There's nothing worse than a thief, and there's well, there's only one thing that's worse than a th- worse than a thief, and that's a Jeep thief. Marysville, Washington, a town not too far from where I grew up, and after surviving a tour of duty in Somalia, Army veteran Clarence Gilbert is on guard in another way. Detectives say someone stole a vintage Jeep from Gilbert's driveway early Thursday morning while the father of two was asleep. The former military man is now searching for the car, a family heirloom, in fact, while deputies try to hunt down the suspect. Quote, some people say they pass down different family heirlooms. Could be a necklace, a ring, a rifle, something like that, Gilbert said. 
Whereas we passed down the Jeep. Gilbert's father, Gary, also an Army veteran, purchased the 1982 Jeep. Now, 1982, that's not vintage. That makes me feel old, damn it. <laughs> he purchased it when it was new. Gary drove it until his son finished serving overseas in the early 1990s. It's part of you, he says. It really is. I stripped it down, built a motor, Gilbert said, to the new, new to the thieves, it's another valuable item. The sentimental value, however, there's no monetary value. Investigators with the Snohomish County Auto Theft Task Force shared photos of the stolen Jeep on their newly established Twitter feed. So go check that out, guys. Snohomish County Auto Theft Task Force. And keep your eyes peeled for that Jeep. And they're hoping to spread the word on social media. The car is, well, the car, it's not a car, it's a Jeep. Come on now. It's tan in color with black hardtop and special license plates given to military veterans. Although I would highly doubt those are still going to be on the vehicle by the time it's found. A Jeep on a trailer is a fairly uncommon event in auto theft. It happens, but not very often, said Detective Terry Haldeman with the Snohomish County Sheriff's Office. When they steal these things, they're looking for those specific parts. It's chopping off the vehicles. They said this thing is probably headed to a chop shop. Edelman believes the suspects likely knew what they were looking for, spotted that, and, well, went after it. Jeep was on a locked flatbed trailer and would have needed a large car to be towed away. Well, certainly a large car. I think as big as it comes, you're going to need a truck. Hopefully getting it out on social media and getting that picture out there, it'll have the general public saying, I saw something, and we're hoping you guys do just that. If you guys, uh, well, he's a, he goes on to say, it's a, the Gilbert service is awesome and no one should be a victim of auto theft. Gilbert was planning to use the Jeep for a holiday toy drive this weekend in Mount Vernon. He says his father, who's in his 70s, had a difficult time handling the news of the auto theft. He actually had to sit down, Gilbert said. He was pretty dumbfounded at first, and it's actually hurting the family quite bad, considering this is a family heirloom after all. I know personally, if my Jeep was stolen, I've had my Honda, my daily driver stolen a couple times, broken into a couple times. It's devastating. That's something like this, having my Jeep stolen, oh my goodness, that would just devastate me personally. Look, guys, we need to have you head over to that Twitter feed. Check it out. See if you can find those pictures. Post them up on your own social media feeds and spread the word about this. And if you or anybody else knows anything about this, please contact the Snohomish County Sheriff's Office. And if you guys would like to submit a story of your own or you have any other stories or responses to anything that we've said here in This Week in Jeep, please send an email to newstips at xjtalkshow.com. XJTalk.com is where you go when you're not off-road. And now you can go to XJTalk.com when you're off-road too. Using your smartphone, install the Tap a Talk app, then search for XJTalk. Take XJTalk with you wherever you go. Jury duty, dinner with your spouse's parents, even, well, anywhere you need your XJTalk fix. XJTalk.com. It's where you go when you're not off-road. Today's podcast brought to you by Audible.com. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or your MP3 player. Get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial over at www.audibletrial.com slash XJTalkShow.
And we hope you all have a very Merry Christmas. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I just want to take a moment to introduce ourselves. I'm uh, Tony. You know me as Motoroy on XJTalk.com. And if you don't know what uh, XJTalk.com is, uh, what the hell is wrong with you? And uh, <laughs> here's my here's my co-host, Josh. Yeah, you guys know me as Northwest99XJ or NW99XJ over at XJTalk.com. And seriously, you guys need to know about this site if you got a Jeep enthusiast in your life, you know somebody who's got a Jeep, even if they're not an off-road enthusiast like some of us are, you got to turn them onto the site. A lot of great people there and certainly a lot of great advice from how to do a tune-up to a simple oil change, you name it. Tons of technical advice and lots, lots more from those awesome, cool Jeep picks to, uh, well, just about anything else you can imagine that's Jeep or off-road related. Head over to XJTalk.com. Check it out. If you know somebody who's into Jeeps, have them head over there too. And you might be asking, is uh, XJ Talk on social media? Well, of course we are. <laughs> you can uh, actually, when you post things up on Twitter, if you'll just uh, use the hashtag XJ Talk Show, uh, we'll be included in that uh, timeline. And, uh, you know, it'd be pretty cool to get a little trending going on uh, on Twitter. Oh, yeah. uh, I know yeah. I personally really enjoy uh, Twitter uh, a lot. Uh, Facebook, eh, not so much. Uh, I kind of like those little uh, quick, short drive-by comments Uh uh, to make that you can make on Twitter. Also, too, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, we had to actually on a page now. We we were on an account and then got kind of forced over to a page, which is another reason why I'm not overly enthusiastic about Facebook. But they're they do a you know they have a, a nice free service. But anyway, you can find us at uh, Facebook.com/slash/xjtalk.page. Please come over there and like us and uh, make comments so we can interact with you. Josh, since we don't have the account anymore, we can't just go over and start making comments on people's posts unless they post on our site now. Yeah, I know. It, it really is a damn shame. But we'll tell you guys all about other ways for you to get a hold of us specifically and, of course, how you can interact with the show and, of course, interact with the sites and the podcast itself. So we'll be uh, giving you guys heads up and uh, well, places to go later on in the show. Now right now, we have some voicemails. One of the ways you guys can reach out to us is through our 24-7 voicemail line, that number 530-675-4102. And we were off last week for the Thanksgiving break, and it was a little bit of a nice rest up, and I definitely stuffed myself full <laughs> of uh, that tryptophan coma-inducing meat that we all love. It was a very lovely holiday and a very gorgeous meal, and I'm actually just finished off some of that turkey soup that I had left over. Ooh. Uh, so Oh, yeah, no, good stuff. But, uh, yeah, guys, call that voicemail line. Nobody's ever going to answer that. So if you're, you know, three sheets to the wind at 4 o'clock in the morning and you want to drop us a line, by all means, do it. And whatever you say, we're going to end up putting it on the air. So don't worry about sneezes <laughs> or saying uhs or ums too much. Or if you let a cuss word fly, eh, we've got the magic power of editing. We can pull all that stuff out. Yeah, I think it's kind of funny when you hear the the bleeps. I've been thinking about bleeping people even when they don't uh, use cultural I, language. <laughs> But the word was ass. I don't know why he bleeped me. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Okay. Oh, okay. Hey, this is Tony. And this is Josh from the XJ Talk Show. We want to thank you for calling our 24-7 voice line. Yes, we do. Just leave your first name and your question or comment. There's no guarantee, but we may play your message on the podcast. Oh, and don't worry about keeping it clean. We'll take care of that. Now it's your turn to speak at the beep. Hey, this is Mickey G, and I hope uh, everybody had a nice Thanksgiving. And uh, fortunately, I had to work. But the good thing about Thanksgiving or any holiday at the airport, there's no management around. 
So I found a nice, quiet place to sit and watch slash listen to the XJ Talk Show. And everybody else took the holiday off. So I started thinking, I can't be the only one. There's got to be some other dumb cogs out there that can't figure out how to get the holiday off. And you start thinking, well, maybe I have a crappy job. (laughs) But remember this. The crappiest job on this planet is my union representative. The second crappiest job on this planet is my supervisor, being my supervisor. So no matter how bad you think you have it, you don't have it as bad as them two guys. All right, I will chat to you later. You guys have a good one. Bye. <laughs> you know, and, and here I thought the whole time the worst job on the planet was the rectal thermometer tester. Yeah. Oh, gee. That uh, brings back memories. Hey, guys. It's CJ Smith, FL from the forum. Uh, Calling in with quick questions. What you guys think about rear main seals leaking and things of that nature? Um, Changed this one out about probably 10,000, 15,000 miles ago. And uh, being down here in Florida, we have quite a few water crossings here and there, most of which seem to be large mud puddles that some of the more popular crowd like to go and play in. But, uh, yeah, so I've had a couple of run-ins with these things quite recently on several trail rides, and it seems like now my rear main seal is leaking. And uh, I'm wondering what you guys' thoughts are on that. you think maybe the expansion and contraction of it cooling, maybe got some sand or dirt in there, something like that, and uh, what you guys have found to possibly eliminate that, obviously by not going through one, but uh, I don't know. See what your thoughts are on them, and uh, look forward to listening to you guys later. Bye. Well, first off, thanks a lot for taking the time to, to call in and uh, share your thoughts and questions with us. Uh, Josh, now, I'm just going to be 100% honest. I've never had a rear main seal leak in my, uh, uh, gosh, 15, 16-year-old Jeep, and wow. uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about this. I mean, I have some thoughts on it, but maybe you have some experience. Uh, I, I do, and uh, I could spend a few minutes on it. I don't know if we want to go through the rest of voicemails and then address that or uh, address it later on in the show or maybe even save it for another episode. Uh, I could also let's, reach let's out give them to a, a Reader's Digest answer. All right, well, the rear main seal, um, it, it's it's not going to be something that's going to leak you know, into the engine, as it were. I mean, now if you're pouring uh, oil out of the back of your motor, well, obviously your, your rear main seal is in need of some service. Um, if yours is in that kind of condition, then deep water crossings, probably shouldn't be on your short list of things to do. Um, be that as it may, you know, this is positive pressure we're talking about. So even if you were, you know, in deep water, you're not, you know, playing submarine with your Jeep. So you're not going to be sitting in that deep water for all that long. You're going to be moving along. And again, there's positive pressure in there. It'd be, you'd be hard pressed to have water or even anything like debris get up in through the rear main seal into the crankcase. I mean, that's just not going to happen. Um, stranger things have happened, but it's very, very unlikely. Um, there, th- most of the two-piece rear main seals, which is what you'd end up replacing uh, your rear main seal with, unless you do an engine swap or a rebuild or something like that, uh, and actually separate the motor from the, tra- from the transmission and stuff, um, y- you're going to end up using a two-piece seal. Now, those two-piece seals, one half goes into the block, the other half goes into the uh, uh, into the oil pan. And, uh, and of course, you, you put in a new oil pan gasket there at the same time as well. Um, uh, but the, um, uh, the rear main seal, 
the, the, the two piece one usually the, now the, all the write ups that I've seen in my personal experience, um, even the factory service manual says where where those two little tabs are, where the two halves meet. You want to put a little dab of RTV. Now, what this does is just helps keep this the soft uh, the rear main seal uh, from separating. Um, it, it puts an extra extra barrier basically in there where the two parts meet and uh, and helps keeps things sealed up uh, for the long run. And once you do this, you shouldn't have to do it for another hundred thousand miles. So, um, you know, uh, long story short, if you are leaking, it's something that you want to take care of. You want to do it fairly soon. Um, because that is kind of a big deal. You, you know, a substantial rear main seal leak can definitely give you a, a drop in oil pressure, uh, and that's definitely something we don't like in the four-liter engine. So yeah, it um, be low enough you already. Shouldn't have to worry about water crossings unless I mean it is really, really bad. Yeah. In which case, you I think you have, have to sit in the water for a while. Now, I completely, I completely missed that, Josh. For some reason, uh, I guess I was remembering a post on xjtalk.com where uh, somebody. <clears throat> had gotten a lot of water and uh, wound up making um, chocolate pudding in their differential. I actually yeah. thought he was talking about a differential seal. So I oh. don't see I don't see how you would have really any problem with a, a rear main seal on the engine in a water crossing unless you were parking in water for a long period of time. And especially if uh, if if there was if there was no pressure. I mean the the oil crankcase thing isn't a high pressure area, but you know oil and water don't mix. It, there is a barrier there. I really don't see that you'd be having a problem, but uh, we can get more information on that uh, for you later. I bet you, uh, Steve, uh, uh, and some of the other folks over at xjtalk.com would love to answer that question. So if you want to go over and post that on xjtalk.com, it would be interesting to me to see all the answers. Hey guys, uh, Kevin Baldwin here, owner of 32girls.com. I want to let you know what's up with the 2015 Dirty Jeep Girls crowdfunded calendar. It's live right now on uh, Indiegogo, and I have a link posted on my site, dirtyjeepgirls.com. But hurry up, because the year is almost over. If you want to get one, now is the time. You can search it on Google, too, guys. Just make sure you put Dirty in front of Jeep Girls, because there's lots of Jeep Girl calendars going around right now, but there's only one that's truly dirty. <laughs> the images are great. The girls are hot. The Jeeps are dirty. So score today and make your contribution now. Uh, if you got time, the backstory is I've been shooting for seven years off and on and put together a calendar. So this is my, some of my best images from seven years of shooting. I'm dedicated oh, uh, procrastinator and waiting until the end of the year to run it. <laughs> my time's running out, and I'm trying anything I can to get exposure. And I really appreciate you guys at XJ Talk. Uh, great guys. Any profits made on the calendar and stickers and shirts will go back into Dirty Jeep Girl's future, hopefully in the form of a down payment on a Jeep to do shoots in and the development of my site and brand if I don't have enough for a Jeep. I try to keep the images tasteful and sexy and push the line too much sometimes, but I've learned a lot in seven years of shooting and see things differently now than when I started. I don't want to alienate uh, my female audience. I know there's a lot of fine ladies out there that like to drive Jeeps, and I respect that, and I think that's awesome, and I would love to see more of it. Um, I want to cultivate a female audience uh, by being respectful and concerned and I really would like to shoot actual Jeep girls, you know, in the future in a respectful way that's still sexy and hot. But they are uh, not usually on modeling sites, so that's something I'm working on now. Uh, bottom line, um, <clears throat> check out my site, 
get a calendar, get two, get some from your friends, and uh, support what I'm doing because you'll see a return. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I uh, I ran across Kevin on uh, on Twitter, and uh, we were uh, doing some uh, chatting back and forth, and uh, he was interested in uh, getting some exposure, and uh, pardon the pun, uh, for his uh, dirty Jeep girls. And uh, I, uh, I told him, uh, since he had asked specifically about posting on xjtalk.com, I said, you know, we, we are a family-friendly site. Uh, I personally am trying to reach out to more uh, women Jeepers, having them on the on the show and trying to get them on the site because uh, I like the idea of having, you know, both male and female uh, out off-roading. I just think it's a lot of fun when everybody's involved. And uh, also, too, it's nice to share that that fun with uh, that you have with other other folks and especially a, a, a total different group of, uh, of, of people. So uh, I, I tried to explain to him that, yeah, I, I don't mind, uh, you know, but you have to keep in mind family-friendly site. Uh, we have a no-nip policy uh, on uh, on the site, and uh, that means no, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that also means no uh, uh, no shirts with uh, shadows uh, <laughs> indicating where those uh, nibs are. So I know it's, it's boring, but I, I don't. <laughs> You, the, the internet is rife with things that you can see that aren't covered that don't have no net policies hell you can just do a google search accidentally uh never look up uh jeep tranny i guarantee you so <laughs> <laughs> so anyway yeah, you know, when i saw when i saw kevin baldwin here i for a split second i thought oh the long lost baldwin brother <laughs> But uh, no, no, no. Actually, uh, guys, he uh, we have a, a thread called um, uh, Random Babe Thread uh, mm-hmm. is what it is. Pretty generic name, but it is perfectly harmless. And, and like Tony said, it is, um, let's just say it's PG-13-ish. Yep. Yes. Um, and uh, there's there's a fair amount of skin that's shown, but it is tasteful. And uh, and he's actually posted up a few, uh, a few shots, a little teaser, if you will, of uh, some of the calendar offerings. And if you'd like, head over to xjtalk.com and do a search for that thread. And you can find out a little bit of what uh, Kevin's work looks like. And, of course, head over to DirtyJeepGirls.com to make your donation and get yourself in the running to get one of those calendars. Yeah, uh, the, it looks uh, like he's done pretty nice work, guys. Yeah, very tasteful and very professional-looking photography. So this isn't uh, you know, Polaroids uh, you know, taped onto, uh, <laughs> onto a calendar from 2007. No, no, he does some great work, and uh, and I assure, I can assure you this calendar is going to be uh, going to be definitely one you want to hang in the garage. So forgive me for looking up, but I have uh, have the Indiegogo uh, site uh, up uh, on my top monitor, and uh, I'll just tell you that uh, that URL real quick. Now this will be complex, so so bear with me. Uh, it's like indie i n d i e and then go go dot com, and it would be under uh, the uh, slash projects slash dirty jeep girls 2015 calendar all separated by minuses or hashes or whatever you call those little uh, we always used we always called them minus signs in math class uh, josh and <laughs> i don't want to freak you out i know you were told there was no math uh but it's indiegogo.com slash projects slash dirty jeep girls 2015 calendar and uh, i'll tell you something really quick here uh some of the things that uh it, this is much like a kickstarter site except it's not kickstarter obviously it's uh, indiegogo i had never seen it before or if i had i, I didn't uh i didn't remember but anyway for for a 25 dollar uh contribution you get a 2015 dirty jeep calendar uh, girls calendar and uh, for two dollars you get a jeep wave okay what's a jeep wave it doesn't take much to help 
when a lot of people are working together. You will receive my heartfelt thanks and a shout out on Twitter that you're awesome, but you already know that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> include your twitter handle so it's a twitter jeep wave folks so for two bucks you can you can help make this calendar possible uh so for five bucks uh, a djg uh djg jeep sticker uh for 15 a djg bottle opener and sticker so you can see how how this is going it's just <clears throat> uh you can uh, get the calendar or you can get a t-shirt or a sticker, a bottle opener, all kinds of things. And uh, the list goes on uh, quite a lot here. Uh, for $100,000, you actually get Kevin. So Yeah, uh, he will uh, show up in, uh, in pasties <laughs> and a G-string. <laughs> no nips. He could be uh, on the site. <laughs> so anyway, uh, head on over there and have a look. I think it's worth uh, $25 bucks to get the calendar. You know, everybody knows somebody that uh, has a, a shop where they work on cars and uh, Jeeps and uh, vehicles of all kinds. And what do you always see? At least do you remember seeing yeah, oh, some, exactly. some calendar with pretty girls on it? Right, right. This exactly. Be- well, if you guys can't uh, remember that, that big long uh, uh, URL that, that Tony uh, uh, spit it out for us here, just go to Google, type in Indiegogo, comma, Dirty Jeep Girls. You don't even have to make it all one word. The number one link is going to take you right to that Indiegogo site uh, for his, uh, his you know, fund me page as it were and you guys can help the cause you put the fu in fun so also too we'll have that in the show notes so let's get to our last uh voicemail hey guys cj smith i fell from the website again figure i'd add uh i'm not the kind of guy that likes my, my vehicle marking its territory so to speak like all these harley drivers and chevy guys out there but uh <laughs> however uh i try to keep it pretty clean under there and uh don't really appreciate the leak stain in my driveway or anything like that, but uh, also figured some technical information. It does have an AX15 in it, and uh, I don't know if that's going to make any difference or not. But uh, that kind of rules out the whole front pump seal or things like that on a automatic transmission. It's definitely oil, but uh, I don't know. Just your thoughts, and uh, keep up the good work. You guys got a great show. Appreciate the website and all the support you guys give us. Have a good one. Well, thanks again, CJ Smith SL. I uh, appreciate the feedback and, of course, appreciate the uh, the call-in and uh, want to make sure you guys join in on that as well and give us a call and uh, just like uh, these guys did and, and uh, join in on the fun. Real quick, CJ, if you're um, if you're, you're getting spots in the driveway and you're trying to track down an oil leak, nothing's better than a visual inspection. Um, but a few things to look, you know, valve cover, rear main seal, and, of course, uh, the oil filter adapter O-ring. Tony is all too familiar with that leaking um, but those are the three big ones that commonly leak the most. So those are going to be your um, your places you want to focus your attention on on your visual inspection. Yeah, uh, the three O-rings for sure. I think it's a good idea just, just to change that because they have a tendency to get flat uh, over time. And uh, it will be a knuckle buster getting that, uh, what's that thing, a Torx bolt? Is it, hexo- it is. It's hex a, or it's Torx? A- I think it's a Torx. Yeah, it's a Torx. I think it's a T50, a T50 or a T45. I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, it's, it's the big star bit, basically. It's the one that uh, will work in an Allen head, but an Allen head won't work in that. So yeah, yeah there you go. Exactly. So uh, I don't know why anybody hasn't uh, hasn't made a tool for that, because it really is like one of those, if the, if the socket, uh, you know, you can get those Torx and socket, uh, three-eighths inch and half-inch sockets. If the, if the bit that was sticking out of that socket was a little shorter, like maybe a half inch shorter, 
It would well, be perfect here, for it. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a tip. Yeah, all of those have a hexagonal shank on them, meaning you've got the the star end on right. it, the actual you know part of the tool that does the work. Um, but then the part that actually goes into the socket is a pressed-in hexagonal uh, shaft, mm -hmm. and you can actually pound that out, put it in your vise, pound it, you know, put the socket end part of it in a vise, and then pound out the actual torque bit. And then that hot, that that socket head is actually going to be an SAE, um, you know, wrench. So you could get that up in there, and with an open end wrench, use it as use it as that because you're not going to have room for a socket wrench and that and that bit in there. But you will have enough room for that bit and to get an open end wrench on there. A little bit of a uh, tip for you guys: secret uh, tool making uh, procedure there for those who are going to change out their oil filter adapter O ring set. I don't know why somebody hasn't uh, come up with a uh, open-ended uh, uh, wrench uh, welded to <laughs> to the thing and selling it on the eBay for you know six thousand dollars because just because oh and sell it with a pair of gloves so when you're busting your knuckles on the body I do think it's easier whenever you have a lifted uh, when you have a suspension lift I, I think it gives you more clearance I may be wrong about that but well, it's it, always easier to get up in there and work around but there comes a point of where you know you start having to lift your back up off the cement to get up in there because either you're too high from the from the cement or you're too high from uh, you know a standing position. Uh, in any case, you know, there's a, there's a point where it almost gets to be too much. But uh, I would much rather work on a lifted rig than one that is not any day of the week. Yeah, one of the things that I did on the new motor was uh, the I, I pulled that uh, uh, that bolt out of there while it was on the engine stand. Hell of a lot easier uh, getting it oh, off yeah. of there. And uh, so I, I definitely changed that out. So I was able to uh, pull up a, a, a Dirty Jeep Girls uh, photo from uh, the Indigo site. Uh, I'll <laughs> show that up uh, here real quick. And a uh, nice little Wrangler shot. And uh, I will mention that uh, we are uh, on the trail, so to speak, of uh, getting some uh, uh, XJ Talk t-shirts made. And, yeah. uh, and part of that conversation I had with Kevin, uh, the dirty Jeep girl himself, uh, he, uh, he was more than willing to get one of his models to uh, wear one of the new t-shirts hey and, very uh, cool put them in front of a jeep a cherokee and uh, I, I explained that it had to be a real cherokee not a 2014 2015 nice one <laughs> but uh so he's uh he's agreed to that and uh, we're looking forward to that of course we have to get the t-shirts first and uh I'll, I'll announce here that if you guys are interested in an xg talk t-shirt we have uh, found a local vendor, local to, to me here in the Houston area, that is uh, substantially lower. Also, also through Twitter, just happened to talk to this guy from my personal Twitter account, and uh, he uh, he reached out to me and, and said uh, asked if there was any Jeep events in the area, and I told him sadly no. I think there's been about a total of two uh, in the last five years in this area, which is it's hard to understand because I know there's a lot of Jeeps around here. Uh, I may maybe I'm just out of the loop, but uh, anyway, uh, I said uh, you know I was trying to find uh, some T-shirts for the site, and uh, we went back and forth, uh, giving me a great deal, and then uh, we're going to be able to pass that great deal on to you. And uh, if you just go to xjtalk.com/t-shirt, you know one one word, no spaces, t-shirt, you can uh, read the post about the t-shirts, and uh, if you're not a member, you can join. And post up there, uh, vote in our uh, poll if you're interested in getting a T-shirt, and also to see the prices, estimated prices, because uh, got to get them first. 
And as far as custom Jeep shirts go, guys, the price is right on par. Very competitive, which is about everything else on the market, if not a few notches below. So worth your while, guys. This is one that uh, I personally am going to invest in at least a couple of them uh, because the design is really nice. They look good. Very simple. And, a very simple and, design. And really, it's, it's, a, it's a nice shirt. Go check it out, xjtalk.com slash t-shirt. Now, I don't want to throw off any of the, the, the purchases, but uh, if we can actually sell enough of these to you know completely sell the, the, the small order that we're going to make, then we'll look at uh, investing in some more uh, intricate designs and also selling some more. So y- you might want to get in on the first t-shirt because it might be a collector's item. It'll be the version hey. one, you know, and then version two and version three. We, you know, no telling where this might go. So uh, I personally uh, think it's wonderful that people want to actually put something on, on their body that says XJ Talk. I think it's uh, just amazing. And I know about you, Tony. I know you live in a little bit warmer climate, but us up here in the Northwest, we wear a lot of sweatshirts. And I know there are several XJTalk.com members that live in colder climates as well that might be interested in some hoodies. We'll see if we can't uh, throw a bee in your bonnet there and, and maybe get some guys out there to maybe throw their hat in the ring and say, hey, yeah, if you make those available, I might order uh, one or two of those as well. Obviously, the price point on those is going to be quite a bit yeah. more, I would imagine. But nonetheless... Just uh, throwing that out there. Well, uh, I've only scratched the surface with this uh, this gentleman, so uh, that's uh, one of the things. There's no telling what we might get out of this, and uh, him being local, it'll be real easy for me to uh, to go and pick those things up. And uh, there's, I hate the double postage, you know, where you have to pay yeah. to have it shipped to you, then you have to pay to have it shipped out. And I'll, I'll mention yeah. real quick, I'm estimating that uh, the T-shirts will be uh, $18, which is uh, $13, uh, about $13, 12 something for the shirt, and then another $5 for shipping. Uh, and that's that flat rate shipping. If somebody knows a cheaper way to ship, let me know. But uh, for, as far as I know, it's like five twenty-five to ship anywhere in the United States. So now it's time for some YouTube love. Love that YouTube love. <laughs> Guys, we are knocking on the door of 200,000 views. We are very, very close to that. So keep up the great work. Make sure you're telling a friend and, uh, you know, liking those videos as they get posted up and stuff. We pull four out of our list that's growing every week. And these are in no particular order, but we like to go ahead and give them a little bit of love. Give a little bit of a shout out to those that have uh, taken the time to subscribe to our YouTube channel. First on the list, XJ Mikey 124 Oh, true dead man. I wonder if he's a Walking Dead fan. <laughs> oh, it could be. And this one is Creative O-Thinker. Oh, bless you. I had no idea what that was. And then uh, Stevie372. So there were 371 versions before this Stevie. <laughs> I wonder where people come up with these numbers, if they're just random or what. Anyway, thank you very much for subscribing to our YouTube channel. You can just go to youtube.com slash xgtalk. You know the great thing about uh, driving the Jeep up here on uh, the chit-chat section, Josh? I actually have a Jeep that runs again and sounds like that. It's it's just, you know, I, for several episodes, I would say, well, that's what my Jeep would sound like if I had one that ran. <laughs> yeah, Tony was out, out of his Jeep for, geez, what was it, about six weeks total? Uh, I, you know, I'd have to go back and look at it. It was a good solid month, so four <laughs> weeks, but, you know, it could have been it could have been six weeks. And uh, if if you guys don't recall, I had a uh, uh, just a lot lo- lost power and uh, had this uh, this really strange noise, 
And uh, I tried to feather the throttle to get it to pick up speed a little bit, and it just wouldn't. It would only go about 50 miles an hour and seemed to be slowing down. And when I pushed the pedal down a little further, that's whenever the big bang happened, (laughs) and this huge plume of white smoke came out. Now, mind you, I'm driving down the road on the the highway at 50-something miles an hour, and this huge plume of bright white smoke almost Uh wrapped around the top of the vehicle. There was so much of it. You should have seen them on I-10. They were like, holy crap! <laughs> Nothing but brake lights and cars swerving. <laughs> <laughs> Elbows and assholes. Yeah, it was It was really funny because you know people are going uh, 70, 80 miles an hour on I-10, and they are going 50 miles an hour instantly when you see this huge cloud. It's like, I'm sure people, some people said, I remember that when I was a kid because we used to drive through that mosquito spray. <laughs> I don't know if they did that in your area or not, Josh, but the, 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 when the mosquito sprayer would come by like uh, in the 60s and 70s, uh, they would. it was a huge plume of, of white smoke. And it was like, you know, you get on your bicycle, you ride behind it because you're flying through the, crowd, the clouds. Oh, yeah. Ingesting all that poison. Yeah. Uh, good times. <laughs> you know, I used to eat paint chips when I was a kid. Uh, we kept things simple. Well, now, it explains a lot for both of us, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it? No. Uh, anyways, you got you, your engine blew up. You put in another one, and now you've got a. Uh, you're on your what is this? The third engine that's been in that Jeep now? Well, it's actually the original engine that's back in it. Uh, big shout out to uh, Matt Smorenberg because uh, he's got a little shop in the woods and uh, lifts and uh, forklifts and all kinds of crap. Uh, it was a. Uh, a perfect place to uh, rebuild the engine uh, or do a, a, a light rebuild, about a three-quarters rebuild on my old engine that had uh, about 175,000 miles on it. And, uh, you know, we talked about it. We didn't know what was wrong with the engine. I felt it was a c- catastrophic failure, uh, and it, 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 as it turned out, it was. Dropped a valve and uh, made a, uh, you know, made mincemeat out of a piston. There was actually no piston in one of the cylinders. And uh, I, I, would, I would like to give a tip of the hat to crane cams. For uh, doing a wonderful job with uh, a near missing lobe on uh, cylinder five, uh, also to the uh, the same cylinder that I uh, didn't have a piston in. Uh, but anyway, I digress. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, we uh, got the. It was great. Now, if you guys don't have AAA, they do not sponsor us. But if you guys don't have AAA, I wholeheartedly recommend because <laughs> it was a seventy mile tow from me here in Katy to Matt's shop up near Conroe. So 70 miles, they towed it, and it was included in the price of my you know, annual subscription. So not only did AAA tow it home from whenever it blew up, they also towed it all the way up to Conroe. And oh, uh, wow. yeah, after, after about, uh, I think I went up there a total of four times uh, to work on the engine, and uh, I tried to do as much as the engine as possible. Uh, uh, you say being in a bonnet, Matt has something seriously wrong with him. He's always busy. I, <laughs> I, I made the comment to, to him the other night, uh, in chat that I believe that, uh, he sleeps with one eye open and has a project right next to the bed because yeah. <laughs> he is always working on something. And if you guys really enjoy all things automotive, you need to go over to xjtalk.com and see some of his posts because, uh, he's working on a, uh, Alpine sun, sunbeam right now. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah, just beautiful. And uh, uh, I I told him that uh, he also has a a Miata that is uh, he recently uh, got painted black. And uh, he is going to be the queen of the parade 
uh, driving these things on Rainbow Day. No, <laughs> I'm just giving a hard time. They're just really, they're just really small vehicles, uh, but they are. They're just, they're gorgeous, especially that Alpine Sunbeam uh, with the uh, the racing green, as he puts it. But anyway, uh, I, I give him a hard time, but of course that's what we do. Uh, that's what guys do. And even though we don't have a, we have a no flaming and stuff policy on xjtalk.com, we we still give each other a hard time. You know, we, a little, we, uh, you know, friendly ribbing, but I, but it ain't so bad. Well, Tony, I went up to the mountain over the long weekend, and I took my uh, '99 Cherokee up into the hills. And uh, the last time I was out, which is just a few weeks ago, it was a solid block of ice up there, and it was actually so dangerous. Uh, it took us four hours nearly to navigate two sections of a trail that would ordinarily take you only about 20 or 30 minutes. Uh, there was some rescuing involved with some other vehicles uh, that were up there that were ill-prepared and non-Jeeps. And uh, anyways, really? uh, we went back up there. Oh, okay. Not- but, but four-wheel drives. Yeah, well, there, one of them was a, was an F-150. Uh, it was a 250. In any case, big pickup. Um, and, and he had four wheel drive, but he just he didn't know what he was doing. He slid off and it was, it was just too much vehicle weight yeah. and, uh, he was going down an embankment and uh, had he tried to keep going, he would have ended up probably rolling that truck. Uh, and, uh, and it would end up in a very bad situation, but, uh, any tow uh, points on that anyways. rig? Any tow points on that rig? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was tow hooks front and rear. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, we only had to use one set though. Uh, anyways, uh, this this week, uh, however, this uh, this last weekend went up, and uh, it was up on Saturday. Uh, the rest of, well, not the, the rest, but there was a total of, I think, about 15, 16 Jeeps that were up there, uh, and one Samurai. And, uh, and a lot of the guys from the Northwest chapter of the North American XJ Association had been camping up there, some of them even since Thursday night. And we're talking in, you know, uh, sub-40 degree temperatures, rain, and, of course, snow. Uh, so when I got up there Saturday, I wasn't expecting snow. Uh, the weather report was calling uh, for temperatures above freezing. And so um, I got up, uh, started getting up into the hills and got up to uh, where the snow level was. And, oh, geez, it's starting to turn white around here. And all of a sudden, <laughs> that rain is starting to turn into flakes. And holy cow, it's really coming down now. So, oh, I bet you it was it, beautiful. Oh, it was. It was absolutely gorgeous up there. The trails were perfect. Um, there, there was a substantial amount of mud, but it wasn't too bad. Uh, there wasn't a lot of rain that had happened. There, there was some precipitation, but it really wasn't a substantial amount of uh, a rainfall. Uh, but then the snow came, and it put a nice blanket over the top of everything. It was absolutely beautiful. I got some great pictures. Um, I have posted them up on Naxja. I'm going to post them up on XJ Talk as well. I'll put that up in the trip section for you guys because there's some really, really great pictures up there. The Jeep did fairly well. I was uh, I was pretty happy with it, how it did in the snow. It did, it did great in the snow last year as well. So I, I knew what to expect and everything. Uh, but towards the end of the day, there was some issues that I was starting to have. And um, and one of them was it, it felt like I was coming out of uh, out of four-wheel drive. It was staying mm. in low range, but I was losing my front axle. I was losing my front dig. And, and I couldn't for the life of me figure out what was going on. So um, instead of putting myself in danger and those around me and, and, uh, and putting my vehicle at risk, I decided, all right, that, you know, it's, it's going to be better if I just, you know, call it a day uh, because I don't want to be stuck on an obstacle or on a trail and lose my four wheel drive and end up sliding in a position to where, um, you know, things can turn bad very quickly. So I, I ended up just uh, driving it home um, after that, let everybody knew, you know, what I was doing and where I was going and, and all that stuff uh, and made my way down the mountain solo. Um, I, I haven't delved into it too much, but I, I'm, I'm fairly certain what it is is um, uh, either the shift fork inside of the the, the NV242 transfer case that I have, 
And this is a replacement because over the summer I ended up bashing mine on a on a rock and cracked uh, cracked open my uh, the original one. Uh, found this one on Craigslist. It already had a slip yoke eliminator and the same flange uh, yoke flange that I have on mine, the Rubicon Express Hack and Tap. Um, and so that's why I ended up getting that one uh, in particular, because uh, it was going to be a direct, very simple swap. Ended up having to replace the vehicle speed sensor later on down the road. Uh, that was giving me some serious issues. <laughs> yeah, your, your car uh, wouldn't, I mean, your your Jeep wouldn't run. <laughs> that it, was still amazing to me. Run. Yeah, so um, and now now it's got some other issues with the uh, with the four-wheel drive not wanting to uh, stay engaged. So, so did so, you hear uh, any noise? They, I mean, I, I've had this issue before with a, with a chain, a stretched chain, no. but... And that's and that's what um, the first thing that popped in my mind was oh the chain is slipping but I wasn't getting that you know that lunge and that thunk sound or oh that, you know, yeah it, it sounds like a chainsaw dragging. that's it sounds like a chainsaw skipping over teeth and it's, yeah exactly and, if and, you and it's out, very you can hear, yeah you can oftentimes hear the sound of a stretched out chain dragging on the case I had none of that yeah that's um, weird. so I'm fairly certain it's the shift forks that that index that fork onto the gears that keep the, the front output shaft engaged um and it, they just they just they weren't holding the way that they were supposed to wouldn't that be um, a linkage so, adjustment then no because I, I did take a look at the linkage and and it, it does shift in and out of four-wheel drive just fine uh and in fact when i put it into four high it would stay but you know when you're on wheeling on the side of a mountain you know there's some serious elevation changes you need that low range and i wasn't going to put my transmission at risk or, or you know, start burning gears up or anything like that by by trying to wheel the rest of the day for mm -hmm. uh, high just to wheel. I, you know, I was out a couple few weeks ago. I've been wheeling all all day, all morning. I got my fix in. It's all good. I'll go ahead and take off down the mountain and you know, kind of wheel another, you know, save it for wheeling another day. And uh, and that's just what I did. So what I'm going to do is I still have the busted up transfer case from before. I'm basically going to take all the internals out of that one and put it to this one. Well, you know what that means. Sounds like the camp next to us is... Uh, that means I need to put on an extra pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> and a pair of Depends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the guys that had been out there since Thursday were uh, probably playing some of that music. <laughs> hey, you got some fresh meat in camp, boy. You sure do have a pretty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the next thing you know, it's bacon time. But oh, anyway, uh, we uh, we got a little carried away, guys. So I think we're going to uh, skip our Jeep tip segment uh, tonight. We're going to go straight into the the meat, the potatoes, the Amazon you bought what segment. So uh, let's do it, Josh. Let's give away another one of these uh, NoCo Genius Boost uh, jump boxes. Wanted to say charger. It's not a charger. Uh -oh. Well, it, it yep. charges phones, but uh, but anyway. Well, tonight's Amazon You Bought What is brought to you by NOCO. That's N-O-C-O, the company that makes the Genius Boost Jump Starter. Stay tuned till after this segment. That means at the end here uh, to find out who's going to be our lucky winner of a free Genius Boost NOCO or a free NOCO Genius Boost uh, Jump Starter. We're giving a one away every two weeks during the Amazon You Bought What segment, and uh, and this week is no exception. How powerful is the NOCO Genius Boost Lithium Jump Starter? We remove the battery from the 6-liter V8 engine and hooked boost directly to the battery case. 400 amps of pure starting power packed into an ultra-safe, mistake-proof lithium jump starter. NOCO Genius Boost. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. 
Amazon.com and the XJ Talk Show present You Bought What? What the hell kind of dang deal is this? You bought what? Is I don't know what we what is talking about. Josh, can you tell us what it is? Well, first off, guys, you have to know what Amazon.com is, and it's basically the biggest shopping mall on the planet. It's virtual, it's online, and you have to go there if you want to buy anything on the internet. Uh, you don't have to, but we highly recommend it. But before you do, before you decide to start filling that Christmas list and doing some of your holiday shopping, we highly suggest you guys head over to xjtalk.com or xjtalkshow.com, and please click on the Amazon banner you see there on the homepage. And that's going to take you right to Amazon.com, where you can continue to do any of your online shopping that you would ordinarily be doing. Uh, but here's the thing is Amazon has agreed to give us a little bit of a kickback off of everything that you've purchased. It's a great way for you guys to support your favorite off-road podcast and for us to you know, keep the lights on at the XJ Talk Show uh, control centers here. Um, but check this out. You guys aren't going to pay a single dime more, not a red cent. There's no additional markups or anything like that. It's a great way to stick it to the man, so to speak. You get the same great deal on some awesome stuff. We get a little bit of a kickback. It's a great way to support everything. And, well, hey, in addition to that, Amazon has agreed to give us a list of what you guys are buying. But we don't get to see who is buying what. All we get to see is what has been boughten. So <laughs> without further ado, Tony and I pull a few out of the list uh, every couple weeks. And, uh, and sometimes we get some really cool stuff. Big screen TVs, uh, we get some uh, very expensive exhaust systems, Jeep parts, and stuff like that. Every now and again, you guys throw us a curveball of something, well, off the wall, something you might find in a nightstand drawer every now and again. Uh, and no, I'm not talking about a Bible. Uh, the other end of the spectrum, if you will. But uh, we've got a few offerings for you guys tonight. We're going to keep it short and sweet because, well, we want to give away some cool stuff. And we've got one of those no-code Genius Boost 30, or GB30 uh, Genius Boost Jump Starters we're going to give away right after the segment. So we're going we're gonna, to uh, pick a few of these items, and, uh, and then we'll get into the actual giveaway and what all that entails. Well, first on the list, uh, I, I always love the mobile electronics um, portion of things. It's, uh, it's near and dear to my heart. And I saw this one. It's actually something that I've been interested in, not necessarily this particular brand, but something just like it. This is the Tautronics TTFTO2 wireless in-car Bluetooth FM transmitter with charging, music control, and hands-free calling. It's about a $37 uh, item. And uh, for that kind of a price range, you get a lot of great features. Easy sync with your Bluetooth device. Play the tunes in your pocket now through your car stereo and superior hi-fi sound quality and amaze your friends with how high-tech your pockets are. Make and receive calls on your phone, hands-free while driving, and keep from getting shot by police. Equipped with a USB charging port, you can charge your cell phone, MP3, MP4 player, GPS, or fire up that USB-powered waffle maker on the go. And with innovative turntable design for the volume and FM frequency adjustment instead of the traditional button, the TTFTO2 aims at easy and smart settings and thus providing you with a better user experience. In other words, even an idiot like you and me can use it. <laughs> so the next thing I have uh, or we have here on the list is a, uh, a Raider Deluxe Mini Snowmobile Dolly. Now, I thought it was something you play with and put clothes on, but apparently it's something that you actually put a snowmobile on. So, oh, wow. uh, yeah, so it has a, has a dual purpose, I guess, because you can still put clothes on it. Anyway, this is constructive, uh, constructed of heavy duty steel and coated in black powder paint features uh, 2.5 inch hard rubber swivel casters, four wheels per each ski and three wheels for track. 
facilitates moving your snowmobile snowmobile around the garage ideal for snowmobile storage you know i can't help but remember the great snowmobile uh chase scene in one of the Die Hard movies where they're oh, yeah. heading out over the ice and uh uh they're shooting each other with automatic weapons and things. People are flying off of these uh, snowmobiles. I've never been in that much snow, and I've definitely never been on the snowmobile be down here in southeast Texas. But, damn, automatic weapons and snowmobiles sure did look like fun. Sounds like a good time to me, <laughs> that's for sure. Well, speaking of wintertime fun, this one is uh, out of the winter wear section. This is the oh, and this is not in the winter wear section. In fact, this is in the tool section. I don't know why I had that in there. But, uh, no, this is the, uh, wait, I've got my uh, titles mi- messed up here. And anyways, um, this, uh, this is a, uh, well, geez, now I, I screwed up my show notes here. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, I so see that. It's, it's confusing. A, this, well, I don't know the name of it because I've got something different for the title, but basically it was a baklava. And these are uh, the things that kind of go over your head, and uh, and it has an opening for your uh, for your face or part of your face anyways. Uh, description is one size fits most. Meaning a melon head like mine, <laughs> oh, you're probably going to be SOL. A unique style enhances your custom impression. It can be used as a formal burqa. It can be used as collars, headband, beanie hat, pirate hat, or ninja disguise if you so see fit. Suitable for many outdoor sports, skiing, hiking, cycling, cycling jogging, tennis, or working on your Jeep without people knowing who you are. And perfectly keeps everything but your eyelids warm and well protected from cold, snow, wind, sun, etc. <laughs> well, I was jumping over to to Amazon, the Amazon list, to see if I could find that uh, what it, what it was you were ta- reading about there, Josh, to help you out. But I didn't have time to find it. I'm I'm still curious about the uh, titanium step built drill bits you have in there. Yeah, that's the one I was going to do. <laughs> I, I I took the title of one and ended up putting it on the description of the other, and well, you the hilarity ensues. Yeah, that, <laughs> we, we it all happens to all of us. Anyway, this one uh, well, I thought was pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, remember the Eagles, but uh, I do because uh, back when I was uh, just a teenager, they were uh, cranking out uh, the the hit songs, and uh, I never did quite understand "Put Me on the Highway." I thought it was uh, something about a female part of the anatomy that they were talking about, and it just confused me. Uh, so anyway, uh, this is the Eagles' farewell farewell tour and uh, live from Melbourne, and that is in. Uh, uh, New Zealand for you guys that don't know. Uh, it's Australia, of course. So anyway, uh, <laughs> a little shout out to Wayne for that one. So uh, this is uh, this this uh, DVD set uh, includes a 11-minute documentary featuring interviews and live footage. 30 songs spread out over two discs and well over two and a half hours with fine performances, great sound, and good visual direction. It's all here on Farewell One Tour, a document, you know, uh, Farewell One, that kind of means there might be a two a farewell two and three and and Hmm. these people could be share uh, on the eagles 2004 concert in melbourne australia at one point the veteran band seems unlikely to even make it through the new millennium but here they are mostly intact with a string of hits dating back to more than three decades the majority of them are performed here from the earliest take it easy desperado uh peaceful easy listing uh through hotel california and uh, life in the fast lane and right up to love will keep us alive so somebody went over and spent 22 dollars and 69 cents and remembered to click on our link before they did that so i was pretty happy to see that uh used to really enjoy the eagle songs even if i didn't yeah. understand the, the lyrics well yeah you know still the good stuff to this day hey yeah uh, classics 
three decades. So those, Good Lord. Those are just some of the offerings of, uh, of what you guys have been buying. And, uh, and now we're going to roll into our actual giveaway portion of the show. Yeah, and uh, if you guys aren't aware, uh, we came up with a deal with uh, NoCo. They uh, had this Genius Boost <clears throat> jump box, uh, and uh, you can use it as a charger. Uh, ch- charge your cell phone. It has little USB ports on there. Uh, oh, yeah, good idea, Josh. Uh, I didn't think to pick mine up. Uh, so, uh, But uh, this is a, a really neat little deal. 400 amps. Well, this thing will actually power 400 amps. Uh, it lets you jumpstart, just like you saw in the, the video. Uh, it, it allows you to completely disconnect the battery off of a six-liter uh, engine and start it with just this little bitty thing, which is really not that much bigger than a cell phone. So this is real easy to keep in your oh shit box. And we're going to be giving one of these away tonight. But of course, you can buy them on Amazon. Just go over there, uh, click on our link first, of course, and then go over to Amazon and purchase one of these things up. Great stocking stuffers, and it will fit in the stocking. Everybody needs one of these. I mean, it does need one of these things. These are way cool, if nothing else, but to play with while you're doing your podcast. <laughs> you didn't show the wigwag lights. Oh, yeah. You just got the funky lights and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it's ooh, a strobe light. <laughs> <laughs> So it's amazing. It's really amazing. I'm going to be doing a uh, uh, a little promo, a little uh, demonstration of this. Uh, I'm going to try to pull the cables off my uh, my Jeep's uh, battery, my 4.0, and uh, uh, crank it up with nothing but uh, one of these little Genius Boosts uh, uh, jump starters from from Noco. And guys, these things are really quick. Let's let's just to let you know. I mean, super portable, super lightweight, uh, extremely durable, uh, very well built, and they are smart. Meaning, you can hook this red one up to the negative, and this black one up to the positive. And if you guys know you're red and black, and you're positive from negative, you know that ordinarily with other jump boxes, that would cause a fire and probably an explosion. Uh, and if you're doing it with jumper cables, well, somebody's car is going to end up in fire. Uh, but with these, it actually has a sense and it will let you know if you've hooked it up wrong and it will tell you both and it won't allow any voltage to pass until you hook it up correctly. So it uh, means uh, even the mother-in-law could get herself out of the parking lot when she's stranded. Not that we'd want that. But uh, in any <laughs> case, uh, yes, it even uh, it makes it idiot idiot proof. So um, guys got to pick up one of these GB30 Genius Boost Jump Starters from NoCo. We're going to give one away here in just a few minutes. So we've asked you guys to head over to xjtalkshow or xjtalk.com slash NoCo and, uh, and tell us your story about a dead battery or a jump starting or stuff like that. We gave one of these away a couple few weeks ago, and the stories were great. And, uh, and of course, we've asked you guys to dig deep. Get your creative juices going because the stories don't have to be true. It can be based in reality, it can be based on a true story, or it can be based completely in fiction. And, well, let's just say you guys did some great work. We've got a few stories we're going to read to you. And, uh, Tony, why don't you take the first one here? And, uh, and, and God, the, really, all of these are great. Yeah, they really are. And we had several that, uh, uh, several more here that, uh, if we have time, we'll, we'll read those as well. But uh, uh, let's start with our second runner-up. And that means that uh, this, uh, this winner wins an Amazon You Bought What gift certificate for $15. Always handy for Christmas time, and uh, it's really simple. Uh, we'll uh, send it out to you in an email. You don't even have to wait for it, other than it, the time it takes for electrons electrons to travel from 
uh, our computer to your computer, and uh, you'll have the code, and you'll be able to buy something on Amazon right away. Anyway, our uh, second runner-up is Abram J., and here's his story. And again, this is what he posted over at xjtalk.com slash noco. Okay, here's my booze story. Back in 1985, I was cruising around in my fine 1979 GMC 4x4 with the inline six four-speed 410 gears, and not the optional, uh, yeah, and not the optional manual locking hubs. I was cruising town with my girlfriend sitting next to me, and decided to swing by a local used car lot. Always a great place to take a chick. Uh, and uh, that uh, had some uh, nice trucks. After a loop in the lot, I stopped to wait on traffic to get back on the street, and I was sitting in a low spot. I dropped the clutch and uh, to go, and the and a ka-chunk, it died. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was first in shock, as this rig had enough grunt to take off at idle, albeit at one miles per hour. So I quickly hit the starter, and nothing, not even a click. That's never a good sign. So I needed to get it farther off, the, farther from the road, and uh, and pop, to pop the hood. So she and I started rocking this bad boy <laughs> to get it up out of the dip, <laughs> and finally got it back away from the road and into the lot. So I popped the hood to find there was no belt on the alternator. Hmm. Oh, should have had a light instead. <laughs> Should have, uh, uh, yeah, should have had a light instead of uh, a gauge. Old school kicked me right. Oh, I see what he's saying. If he had a light, the light would have came on, and then he would have uh, known the the alternator wasn't charging instead of having to watch that gauge. You got to scan your cluster, guys. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, old school kicked me (laughs) that night with my mind somewhere else. Oh, eh, that's I can see that he was looking at those trucks and not watching my gauges. Uh, So now what? Uh, I had jumper cables, but not enough juice to power up the CB to get somebody to stop. We walked around to see if we could get, uh, if we could pop uh, any of the hoods and jump from one of those used cars. Oh, not a good idea. And maybe Ooh. let the battery soak a bit. But I figured luck was not on my side and favored to not jack with those <laughs> those cars. We waited a bit for a friend to come by, but nothing. So I decided to uh, roll start it. <laughs> If it would, and try to baby it to the shop where I knew uh, it was open and would be able to play, replace the belt uh, with some tools. Uh, yes, gas station with a mechanic shop open late on the weekends. Yeah, well, it was 1985. So, so they did exist back in, back then. So I gave my girl a short course in roll starting and gave it a shot. She gave it a good try, but I couldn't get it going fast enough to start. We both pushed back and forth and lot a few times uh, until it fired. We jumped in and lugged the motor all the way to the shop and made it. Bought a belt, bought a tool, and used one of the cars to start it back up. After our ordeal, I really took the liking to this girl. (laughs) She jumped right in and helped me and never complained once. So we dated for a couple of more years before getting married. We have been together for 26 years and have two kids. When my son got his license, I ended up buying him a Jeep Cherokee. He left for college, so now my daughter is driving it. I get to take it out now and then and really enjoy it. So if I had a no-co charger back then, I might not have a new Cherokee now. Hmm. <laughs> Great story. He's got himself a keeper there, obviously. He, uh, he had the wherewithal to, to know that and uh, end up putting a ring on it. Uh, so Abram, uh, Abram J., yep. good job on that. Great story, and, uh, and thanks for sharing. And hopefully you can make good use 
of that Amazon gift certificate. So our first runner-up, a uh, name that you guys might be familiar with, he's actually ended up posting in each one of our contests and has done a very good job uh, with uh, with his submissions. And this time is no exception as well. Nikki G offered up uh, another great story. And this one uh, was, well, started off very, very good. And in fact, it was uh, the whole thing was good enough. We had to give him, um, well, not a grand prize, but the next best thing. Uh, and his story is as such. Dear Penthouse, I never thought this would happen to me. Oops, wrong letter. Uh, anyways, <laughs> a long time ago, back in my college days, I had the opportunity to study abroad. I studied one of those once. Anyways, I digress. Uh, Cheryl, I think her name was. Yeah, there. I think I studied that one, too. Uh, just kidding. It was in the Ukraine. Well, as many of you know, the main diet of Nikki G is SpaghettiOs and garlic toast. Mm. So I placed a big bowl full into the microwave and popped a few slices of toast into the toaster oven. And there I sat with my mouth watering in anticipation. When all of a sudden there was a loud pop, I was left in darkness. I'd forgotten the cardinal rule of student cooking and ran the microwave and the toaster oven at the same time. I learned nothing from Paula Dean. Not to worry. I whipped out my trusty bag phone. My trusty bag phone. I, read, I did read that right. <laughs> yeah. To order a pizza. I remember those. Yeah. As you might have guessed, <laughs> it was dead. I then went out to drive into town. As luck would have it, never replaced a battery in my gremlin. I knew I forgot something, so I sat and waited for someone to come to my rescue. No one ever came. I survived the winter by munching on raw potatoes and cabbage. If I had the no-co <laughs> genius boost, my time in Chernobyl would have been <laughs> in Chernobyl would have been a little more enjoyable, and they might have asked me back. <laughs> I did, however, receive my master's in tinfoil origami and have never forgotten the friendship I made with Natasha, the three-headed farmer's daughter. <laughs> ah, fun we had making big trouble for moose and squirrel. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of head. That's a lot of timely references. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nikki G, for your uh, great story and and sense of humor, and uh, for taking the time to post in a submission for our No Code Genius Boost giveaway, we're going to give you a twenty five dollar Amazon You Bought What gift certificate. I hope you enjoy that, sir. <laughs> that's hilarious stuff. You know, uh, I was going to mention on the last uh, the last story, and even this one, he made a, a cell phone reference uh, that uh, uh, Abram J said that he couldn't get the CB to work, and it dawned on me, you hook this up to uh, you hook the Noco uh, Genius Boost uh, to the battery cables, and uh, your CB is going to work. I mean, more than likely the engine's going to start, but if you've got a more serious issue uh, where it won't start, maybe you've got uh, uh, a timing issue or uh, some other uh, a code has come up, a cell code has come up and, and something with a fuel system. Uh, you could have a battery that you run down and it's not going to start. And then you get yourself into a situation where you can't call for help, whether it be a cell phone or a CB or a ham radio. You hook up this Genius Boost, you got more power. And now I bet you can uh, make those calls on your CB or, or whatever you whatever your communications tool is. You can certainly hook a cell phone up to it through the USB connector. So That's right. uh, another uh, great use of it. do have a USB in and out uh, for you guys to not only charge the device, mm -hmm. but also charge your device uh, through these handy-dandy USB ports. And, in fact, the USB cable is included. So now, the winner of the third oh, giveaway from XJ Talk Show and NoCo, the, the Genius Boost people, and they do have a number of other products, guys, so go over to... Uh, uh, NoCo America, and uh, have a look. Uh, a lot of good battery-type products. 
Really, yeah. if you're an electrical and mobile electronics nut like I am, and you have any major electrical, and like, like for instance, if I would have known about NOCO when I was doing my big electrical upgrade and upgrading the wires and stuff from my alternator and starter and charging system and all that, man, I would have, I would have ended up getting everything through NOCO. Um, these guys have some really cool stuff. If you're a mobile electronics nut like I am, go check it out, NOCO.com. These guys have some really cool stuff. And that uh, the Genius Boost is very well made, very solid. Uh, it uh, it's plastic, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I think that somebody, I think I saw a review on uh, YouTube. Somebody was actually driving over the thing and then using it to uh, to jumpstart something. So it's a, a very solid product. Um, so anyway, the uh, I know that people are going. He was getting ready to announce what the name of the winner was, and he started talking. Josh, why did you start talking? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, we're not going to announce the winner first. We're actually going to tell you the story first, and then we'll tell you who it's from. All right, that sounds good. Uh, in 1992, my sophomore year of college, some friends and I decided to, to take a boat. I'm sorry, I'm just remembering the story. It's hilarious. <laughs> I decided to take my boat out to do some skiing, tubing, drinking, and oogling girls in bikinis. I think Man. number one was the first on the list, to be honest with you. I mean, I think the last one was the first on the list, to be honest. No particular order. Yeah. <laughs> Eight of us uh, load up in my 1986 XJ, stop by my parents' house to get the boat and make the three-hour drive to the lake. It was a great sunny day, and the girls were looking fantastic in their shorts and bikini tops. So mm-hmm. we, so we, you know, no pictures. So uh, we get he, no pictures, and he won anyway. I just now realized that. Ah, anyway, so we get to the lake and uh, get the boat all ready to go. I jump in. My buddy backs the boat down from the ramp. I hit the key and nothing. Dead oh. battery. What do I do now? <laughs> now we're cutting uh, short our day of fun in the sun. So we pull the boat back up to the bank and decide we'll try to jump it. A couple of problems with this, though. Uh, the boats don't have alternators to charge the battery. Even uh, so, even after we get it started, we won't be able to shut it off for the rest of the day. This, of course, of course never crossed our minds. <laughs> Second problem is <laughs> that the boat is 18 feet long and the battery is at the very back. So you can pull the boat to shore uh, backwards, but it's uh, it's onboard motor. So the, sol- the solution is pull the Jeep down into the water far enough for the ca- jumper cables to reach the back of the boat. Hey, great um, idea, right? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm thinking in my head. I was like, oh, this is not going to end well. <laughs> well, that's what we did. So we have <clears throat> the front tires of the Jeep about 10 feet into the lake. No problem. The water is only about two feet deep out there. We hook up the cables and fire the boat right up. I, I, I thought somebody was going to get arced. I figured somebody's going to get electrocuted in <laughs> in this in this thing but anyway um <laughs> so 10 feet no problem the water's only about two feet so uh fires right up a boat fires right up sweet now we're in business uh and that friends uh is the very last thing that went right oh geez here we go <laughs> so i'm in the boat and i have one of the ladies damn she looked good in that bikini uh hold on just let me take that memory for a minute <laughs> Anyway, I have to get her in the Jeep to back it out of the water. And the one and only serious mistake I made was I had her put it to put the Jeep in four wheel drive. Had she not done that, we would have been, uh, it would have been in for, we would have been in for a wonderful day. Uh, but anyway, she puts it in four wheel drive and I tell her, 
just put it in reverse and take your foot off the brake and let it ease out by itself. Oh, boy. Great plan, right? Should have been a piece of cake. Well, she puts the Jeep in reverse, eases her foot off the brake, and hammers the gas. (laughs) So what happens? Yep, you guessed it. With a Jeep in four-wheel drive and her hitting the gas so aggressively, the front tires spun like hell, and the front end of the Jeep sunk like a rock. Water wow. clear up to the top of the grill, and it wasn't moving. Now, friends, there's stuck, and then there's stuck. <laughs> so, so here we are with a Jeep stuck in the lake. It's a weekday, so there's not another soul around. So we came up with a solution. Um, I, I'm wondering if there was more beers involved with this solution. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking there was uh, some liquid courage that developed this uh, this plan of action. Anyways, was, uh, please go. Please, please go on. It was alcohol and half naked women that, that generated this solution. I'm sure it still sounds like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great story. Anyway, so anyway, um, let me find my place. Uh, yep, 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 and. Uh, Thanks. So we so we came up with a solution. We used the boat to push the Jeep out. Another great idea, right? So I back the boat away from the bank, ease it up until I have the front of the boat up against the hood of the Jeep. Give it a little throttle. My buddy's in the Jeep driving, trying to get it to pull its trying to get it to pull itself out. Nothing. A little more throttle the boat? Nothing. A little more throttle on the boat and zoom up over the hood. It goes and the bow goes right into the damn windshield. Son of a bitch. (laughs) So now I've got a stuck Jeep with a busted windshield and an 18 foot boat on its hood. (laughs) Well, we managed to push the boat off the Jeep. No damage to the boat. (laughs) Well, at least some good news. And now we're really in a pickle. Because the Jeep is sinking deeper by the minute. Well, my grandparents live only about two miles away. And Grandpa uh, has a tractor. So off we go on a two-mile walk. We got Grandpa down with a tractor, but it's still not enough to pull that Jeep out. <laughs> oh, boy. There, yeah, he must have been really stuck. You get yeah. into, that, into that lake muck, yeah, and yeah, yeah it's, it's as good as concrete. Uh, it finally took a tractor. Grandma's a Zuzu Trooper. And the neighbor's F-150 to pull the Jeep out. It was stuck and all that for a simple jump. Damn sure wish I had had that NOCO Genius Boost that day. We'd never get to take the... We never did get to take that boat out. Oh, man. Yeah, those are one of those stories. Now... There is probably a lot of truth into this story, I'm guessing. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, there, there, there probably wasn't any bikinis involved. Uh, there probably was more beer. You think it was all be- men? I'm thinking there was a sausage <laughs> fence there, but uh, <laughs> nonetheless, uh, this is one hell of an entertaining story. Yeah, uh, just I, I've got a, an extremely overactive imagination, so listening to this story, I'm picturing everything that's going on, and and I'm just I'm I'm dying over here. Uh, so for such an imaginative story uh, and, and such an entertaining story, so well thought out, we give Sooner DG or Sooner Dog the winner of the Genius Boost GB30 for this week's Amazon You Bought What. Congratulations, Sooner DG. Yep, we'll be in contact with you on uh, xjdoc.com through uh, direct messaging. 
So uh, you, uh, it's fine if you want to reach out to uh, to me, Motoroy, and uh, send me a, a private message. Uh, we'll need to get your uh, uh, address, emailing, uh, I'm not email, but uh, address uh, mailing location so we can get NoCo to send you one of these things out. We just found out what you bought. Oh my God, I just can't believe that made it on the list. Well, that was a lot of fun, Josh. Now, uh, our deal with NoCo was to give away three of these uh, Genius Boost uh uh, jump boxes and uh, we're going to be in contact with them and see if they would like to uh, continue this or not so uh, stay tuned for future information about a, a future noco giveaway and uh, if not big thanks out to noco for reaching out to us and giving us the ability to uh, uh, put something under your tree uh, this year we love doing it and uh, love doing the giveaways and uh, uh, looking forward to uh, any other uh uh, vendors out there that would like to uh, be featured on our show and uh, do more giveaways. Uh, and I'll just be upfront and honest. We didn't make any money on this thing, guys. Uh, we just worked a deal where we could get these units to give away to you. And uh, Josh and I got uh, a couple of units uh, in the process so we could do a review uh, on YouTube. And uh, Josh is woefully, woefully behind in his review. <laughs> I am indeed, uh, and even if uh, even if NoCo decides they, uh, they they do not want to provide any more units to uh, to give away, uh, Tony and I are both each still going to be doing a review yeah. of our uh, respective NoCo Genius Boost Jump Starter packs. So you guys can look forward to those videos up on the XJ Talk YouTube channel here in the very near future. They've been really great. I uh, I suspect they might want to carry on with this. I just don't know what they've got in their uh, ad revenue budget. Uh, I would imagine these things don't cost a lot uh, for them to either give away or ship. Uh, so uh, we'll see what happens. So we may have some uh, some future giveaways uh, for the NoCo Genius Boost. We'll just have to wait and see. And and again, congratulations to our three winners. Uh, Great stories. Thanks so much. Very entertaining. And Josh, it's great to see that I finally had an idea that was entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, congratulations to both Tony for coming up with a great idea and, of course, for all of our winners. And once again, big thanks out there to NOCO, creators of the GB30, the Genius Boost, that you guys need to have. It's coming up Christmas season, guys. you got to pick one of these up. Head over to Amazon.com. And, uh, and do a search for Genius Boost or NoCo, and you'll be able to find one of these to give away. To put underneath the Christmas tree, I highly recommend it. Get yourself one of the NoCo Genius Boost GB30s right now. I can tell you that uh, this is going to be going, the one that I got from, uh, from NoCo, it's going to be going in my wife's Jeep because uh, I, I want to make sure that she has the ability to get herself uh, out of harm's way and get going uh, over me. I mean, that's that's what you do as a man, sure. I believe. And uh so consider getting your uh, your wife one of these as a stocking stuffer for uh, this Christmas. And uh, please uh, think of us when you're going over uh, to Amazon and making your Christmas purchases and uh, click on our link uh, before you go. It uh, won't cost you a thing, and it helps us, uh, you know, uh, keep the lights on, have these wonderful graphics that you're seeing on the, the, the behind uh, Josh and I, the green screens, the video software, uh, everything but... Uh, uh, decent hosts. <laughs> it, you know, we don't have enough money to buy good hosts. We have to do it ourselves. <laughs> well, that's a show. We're a little late. Oh my God. We're an hour and 16 minutes into the show, Josh. Ooh, that's a long show, but it was well worth it. A lot of good stuff there for you guys. 
Stay tuned, future episodes of the XJ Talk Show. We're going to be introducing more tech. And of course, we do have a Christmas break coming up. We'll be announcing the dates of that uh, probably here in the upcoming weeks. In the meantime, guys, please head over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating and a review, if you would, please. And those reviews, we do read on the air. So you guys uh, want to say something nice or give us some constructive criticism, we encourage it either way. So please head over to iTunes. Find us over there. Leave that five-star review, uh, five-star rating and a review, please. You know what? Uh, We do have a new review. This came in on November 27th. Uh, It's uh, from Matt uh, RevoGuy. Gave us a five-star. Can't believe I missed this show for so long. Heard about it from the 4x4 podcast. And now listen every week. Lots of info, uh, but more importantly, lots of fun. It's not just for XJs. It's all-inclusive, so don't let the title scare you. (laughs) Makes time fly by. Hosts do a great job and sounds like they uh, like guns and the ace man. Uh, I'm glad I found it. And uh, thank you very much, Dan, for for the plug on the show. And... uh, you know, stay tuned because uh, as we've alluded to before, we got some uh, some uh, pretty cool things coming up uh, in conjunction with the 4x4 podcast uh, here in the future. I'll make another quick announcement, uh, probably jumping the gun a little bit here, but I uh, spoke with uh, uh, Tammy, you know, as, as Jeep Mama on her blog and uh, one of the recent interviews that we did with her. Uh, she's going to be joining the XJ Talk Show team through her trip uh, in using her Wrangler and learning to go off-road and uh, putting on bumpers and sliders and uh, everything from a from a newbie perspective, but she certainly isn't concerned about getting her hands dirty and going out and trying things. Uh, chatting with her today, her uh, 15-year-old son made his first off-road trip with her, so she finally got somebody in the family to go off-road. I asked her what the big change was, and she said, well, the Sahara was kind of a, a mom's Jeep, but this Rubicon, oh. this new Rubicon that she drives, is uh, he calls beast mode. So he was happy to be seen in the beast mode Rubicon Jeep. So look forward to having Tammy join the team, and uh, we'll getting be getting segments from her. And we'll be getting back to you guys next week for the XJ Talk Show. We'll see you guys then. Have a great Jeep week.